Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome to At Your Service. Brad Young in with you this evening until 10 o'clock. Thanks for staying up late with us here on X. You know what I say, and you've heard me say this many times, when I call this At Your Service, that means you're a part of the show. Uh, you can't call in to talk to Joe Rogan. You can't call in to talk to a, a podcast or an audio book, but you can call, you can text. In fact, as long as we're not in an interview, which we'll have an interview coming up around uh, between 8.15 and 8.30 this evening, but otherwise, the whole show this evening, I'd like to hear from you. 314-436-7900. That's call or text. Uh, we've already gotten uh, one text, and the show just started, so... Uh, listen, anything that's on your mind, we'll be covering lots of news this evening. In fact, uh, a lot of the evening, uh, we're going to be talking about free speech issues because that seems to be permeating across our culture and now even internationally with what's going on in Canada and the truckers protest. And, and in fact, uh, coming up after the break, we're going to talk to, uh, an actual trucker who is not in these Ottawa protests, but he's been up near Canada with his uh, big rig and and has seen firsthand what these ridiculous mandates are doing to the trucking business and industry when there's really no science. You know, we hear all the time, follow the science, follow the science. Well, if you're in a truck all day, why do you have, by yourself, tell me again, why do you have to wear a mask? Not really sure. Why do you have to be vaccinated if you're in a truck by yourself? You know, we've all seen this and you've seen this. In fact, I saw it like five times today. Somebody driving around in their car by themselves wearing a mask. What kind of a moron does that? I mean, are you afraid you're going to infect yourself? You know, I'm not really sure what the purpose is for wearing a mask in the car by yourself. I just, I just don't know. So uh, in, any, in any event, we will get into that. But I, I want to – Matt Pajeski's here running the board, and Matt, I want you to pull up the mic here because, you know, you're a young, happening guy. You're, you know, you're a good-looking guy. You know, Thanks. Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah. You know, any big plans for Valentine's Day? Not, not, nothing at the moment right now, no. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I, I read I – I saw a poll today. 
and the poll was the worst Valentine's Day presents. Now, I want you to go out on a limb here. Again, I, I never prep you because I like getting, yeah. I like getting, you know, just your, 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 your cold response to this. But what do you think would be some bad Valentine's Day presents? Well, I would have to give Kevin Colleen credit for this one because he did the same. He had the same idea for like worst Christmas presents, worst uh, birthday presents. I think he got his wife like a mop or a broom or a dishwasher or something like that. So I'm going to go along the lines of like a cleaning product or something yeah. that you would want your spouse or significant other to use like as a chore, like something along those lines. Well, I got to tell you, my my father-in-law loved him dearly, passed away two years ago, but he actually got my mother-in-law a mop and a bucket no. for Valentine's Day and uh, or for his for her birthday. Yeah. I don't remember. It was some present. And... I just thought, dude, you should have talked to me first, man. That that did not go over well. No. But uh, according to this poll, 2000 women were polled and you know what did what did what do you think they said? And there's a couple of things that actually I found uh surprising. One was beauty products, like uh, the the packaged where they come in a set. If you've ever seen those in a in a department store yeah. where there's a spray and a lotion and something, they're all packaged up in one gift set. That made the list as things women don't want. So keep that in mind. I, is it because like guys generally don't know the exact type that the girls yeah, want, so they just exactly. buy the first one they see? They just go buy in, yeah. and, or or if if there's an attractive woman at the grocery store, or, I mean at the grocery store at the at like Macy's or something who's selling it, they yeah. just go, oh hey, whatever she <laughs> yeah. wants, okay, I'll just buy yeah. it. Yeah, you know, they don't. They, we don't know what to buy. No. Okay, so it's gonna be wrong. It made the list. Uh, another thing that you see is that traditionally listed as chocolates, you're supposed to give chocolates on Valentine's Day. Ah, nope, that made the list of women don't want that. Mm. And uh, two more things that came up, gift cards. Now, I, I sometimes will give gift cards for Christmas, but I don't think I'd want to give a gift card for Valentine's yeah. Day. I'm like, running out of ideas now because these are all <laughs> things that I thought were okay things. Well, and then, and the last thing on this list that was uh, for the polling data was cheap flowers. Yeah. So like the $7 spray of flowers you get at, at Costco. No, nah, don't do that. You got to do better than that nowadays. You got to do better. That doesn't work. Now, there's a few things that didn't make the list that occurred to me as I'm reading it. And just a few. Now, I've never given these gifts, but I can just imagine that these would not go over well, like jumper cables. Okay. <laughs> now, a guy would say, hey, I could use some jumper cables. Women don't want jumper cables no. for Valentine's Day. Don't want that. Uh, the other thing that came to mind was a book called Housekeeping for Dummies. That would go over very badly. So you don't want to do that. And as I thought about this, I believe the worst present that a man could give a woman for Valentine's Day, the worst present ever, I think, would be a one-year membership for Weight Watchers. Oh. That, 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 you're on the couch for like six months yeah. if you give that. You should do that for April Fool's Day. No, 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 don't ever go yeah. anywhere close to that. So that's just a little advice, uh, not that you need it, but uh, don't ever give that, uh, uh, Weight Watchers gift certificate. That's not going to go over well on Valentine's Day. Hey, I kind of mentioned 
that uh, this trucker's strike is coming up uh, in Ottawa and in Canada. It's been a big issue. So I reached out to a good friend of mine. His name's Al Gross. You, If that name doesn't sound familiar, I know the voice will when you talk to him. He spent years and years here in St. Louis on KJSL doing the morning drive on the Christian Talk radio station, Tim and Al in the morning. Uh, coming up next will be Al Gross talking to us about truckers and mandates because it's in the news internationally right now. And I'm going to give you firsthand experience of what it's like. Brad Young at your service. We'll be right back. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to At Your Service. Brad Young in with you this evening. And one of the largest international stories now, except for the Olympics that nobody's watching or the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine that I don't think is going to happen. It might, but I don't think it's going to happen. But other than that, the biggest story internationally has been this truckers protest, this freedom convoy in Ottawa, Canada. And so I wanted to reach out to a good friend of mine. You know his name, Al Gross. I, sh- I assure you, you'll know his voice. He spent uh, a long time here on St. Louis Radio on KJSL. Tim and Al in the morning. Hey, Al, it's great to hear you on the 50,000 red-hot watts of KMOX. The 50,000-watt blowtorch, Brad Young. Hello. Hey, you know, it's it's interesting. You and I talked about having a show together, uh, and we were going to call it Young and Gross. Yes. And that, and that you know, well, that you actually know, it's would not work. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> Young and Gross. It, it's not just the Young name, it's our lifestyle. Gross. And it's finally, uh, finally happening after how many years? 18 years? A long time, my friend. And so, uh, as you heard the my uh, lead into the story, this has been going on in, in Canada, this freedom convoy where truckers are protesting the mandates, the vaccine mandates, the mask mandates, all of the COVID restrictions that are just ridiculous. I know you're not yep. in Canada, but as a truck driver, and I know you've operated a great deal in the Socialist Republic of California, but what kind of, <laughs> what, what kind of restrictions have you been seeing even just driving here in the United States? Well, you know, it it uh, it varies from state to state, and uh, I, I noticed it uh, first 
in uh, Vermont and Massachusetts and New York uh, before it really caught on with the rest of the country. But I was in Washington State. I made a delivery to uh, just north of Seattle. And I stopped off at a truck stop in uh, just north of Seattle. And uh, it said masks required, you know, masks required are everywhere. Uh, so I kind of ignored it. Uh, and then I, uh, I bought some stuff. I bought a couple of uh, windshield wipers and uh, uh, stuff that you buy at a truck stop. And when I got to, uh, up to, to pay, she said, do you have a mask? And I said, no. And she said, then I can't serve you. Wow. So I had to put all that stuff back. And I got to thinking, you know what? I'm spreading my maskless face germs Yes. <laughs> uh, for another 90 seconds as That's I right. put this stuff away. If she just yes. would have taken your money, you would have been out of the store faster. That's right. <laughs> That's but, crazy. Uh, well, but yeah. And there's been a couple of states, in fact, uh, two Republican uh, conservative deep red Trump loving states. So I think one was New York and the other was Illinois. Uh, both of those just red as can be Trump loving states. Both of those are now removing uh, mask mandates. Uh, but California or Washington, you're still not seeing it yet. And uh, the thing that, that surprised me, I almost said, you know, it's 2022 that the, the pandemic is over. But, you know, I didn't want to pick on her. She, you know, she's just a girl behind the counter. But uh, it's it. And I understand it's, a, you know, some people want a lot of power. But it it uh, it surprised me to see that it's still that draconian in hmm. some places. Well, and there's been a lot of uh, uh, companies, particularly when President Biden announced there was going to be a vaccine mandate for all companies that have 100 employees or more. Thankfully, the Supreme Court did exactly what I predicted they would do. I even called the 6-3 to three, uh, ruling on who would decide on which side of this issue, uh, but they struck that down. But there are trucking companies, and we're not going to mention them necessarily by name, but you're aware of trucking companies that have vaccine mandates for truckers, aren't you? Uh, I am. And, you know, it's interesting, truck drivers, the ones I know are, are a bit rebellious. They, the part, I, we're misfits. You know, what other group of people would just drive? My wife and I are, are out three months and home 10 days. Who else would just drive, you know, across the country? We're, we're an unusual group. And, uh, and so I don't think very many truck drivers are going to... Uh, uh, to, to stand uh, stand by for it. I got a phone call from the company I work for. Now it's an all owner uh, uh, owner uh, truck owner company, uh, owner operator company, and uh, they called me up and they said it doesn't matter to us. We're just asking, <laughs> have you been vaccinated? And I said no. I said not just no, but heck no. Uh, and. Uh, I said, in the people you've been speaking with, how many have been vaccinated and how many have not? And he said it's about a third each. A third said they've, been, they've, they've taken the jab. A third are like you or like me. They, they uh, are not being vaccinated. And a third preferred not to say. Interesting. And I told him that third who preferred not to stay, that you know, they no. don't want to get fired. Yeah. Yeah, that so means no. have not been and uh, and a third has been. But we're, we're talking to... The reason that, Go ahead. The reason they asked 
is because some companies like Ford Motor Company, if you're not, if you haven't been vaccinated, they don't even want you on the docks. So I can't deliver to Ford Motor Company. And uh, there are a couple other companies that, uh, yeah, if you're not vaccinated, we don't want you. But see, here's what to, here's what is just amazing to me. And folks, we're we're talking to Al Gross. You heard his voice on these uh, uh, St. Louis radio waves from a long time over on KJSL, Tim and Al in the morning. But Al, the thing that is amazing to me is if you're delivering product, because I represent a lot of trucking companies and I know generally how this works when you pull up to drop off the load. So if you're pulling up to Ford, do you really have any substantive contact with any other people in an indoor capacity? Well, I, I walk into the warehouse and hand them to my paperwork. But, you know, really, uh, I could stand outside the door and hand them the paperwork and sit in my truck. Exactly. They don't have to see me indoors at all. So, so the necessity for you, and this is obviously what's being protested in Ottawa, Canada, and in fact, all across Canada, because there they have vaccine mandates and mask mandates and other mandates that we don't necessarily have in the U.S., but... The necessity of you having a vax or a mask mandate in that situation to me is about the same as as a guy who's sitting in a radar station uh, in Alaska by himself. You know, who is he going to infect? You're in your most of your day. Aren't you just in a truck with your wife? Well, it's interesting because my my wife and I noticed people masked in Seattle sitting in their cars by themselves. <laughs> I just mentioned hey, just that. <laughs> I just mentioned that before the break, Al. That it's crazy when you see people in cars by themselves wearing masks. I think it's because they forgot to take them off. But uh, my wife and I, my wife's from Washington, so we she has some favorite restaurants up there, and we went to a seafood place. And uh, I walked in without my mask because that, that's how I am. And uh, I said, can I uh, order? She said, uh, yes, but if you don't have proof of vaccination or that you've been tested within 72 hours, you can't eat in the dining room. So we uh, we oh. ordered our fish and ate in the truck. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Yeah. Well, it, you, you know about what's going on in Canada, because I think you, you told me when we spoke recently that, that you were making some deliveries up next to the Canadian border. So you're, you're aware of all the, the freedom convoy and all of the issues that are going on right now in Canada with truck drivers, right? Yeah, and I'm surprised that it's working because technically Canadians are not citizens. They're subjects. Mm-hmm. So that makes them subject to the whims of whoever is in, in control. And so I thought, okay, you get a bunch of angry truck drivers, big deal. Uh, they're still subjects, and it's not going to change anything. Right. I'm surprised that they're getting the reaction they're getting. Well, I... I am too, but think about this. If truck drivers get mad and don't deliver products, how would that impact the already enormous supply chain issues that we have both in this country and in Canada? Yeah. I mean, if you guys aren't driving the trucks and delivering the goods, we're in a world of hurt. And it would only take about three days for supermarket shelves to start uh, getting empty it, it truly would hey is there any truth because you know about the if you if you honk your horn now you uh, uh you get in trouble if you're in ottawa but is there any truth to the rumor that the the biblical city of jericho just like ottawa is going to ban the blowing of horns is there any truth to that <laughs> i wouldn't want to take chances <laughs>
Everybody's scratching their head. Okay, now what happened at Jericho again? I'm trying to remember. I'm not really sure. Well, you know, the other rumor I heard, I I don't know if you could confirm this or not, uh, but that uh, Canada has been shooting Canadian geese that are honking in Ottawa. Have you seen any evidence of that? Um, Well, some of them land in upstate New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have heard that. Okay, well... And the and the roar of laughter here, or the lack thereof, shows that uh, I shouldn't quit my day job. That's that's the reason. <laughs> See, we can tell these jokes in radio, and and we think that they're laughing uproariously. No, no, we no, know nobody's laughing. No, <laughs> nobody's laughing. So, uh, Al, thanks for coming on with us tonight. I just wanted your perspective because I know that that you and your wife, uh, uh, tag team drivers, and you're crisscrossing the country and. And uh, I always like to play Where's Al if I'm calling you. I try to guess where you are when I'm calling, hopefully not waking you up. But you're seeing, well, we- you're seeing all of these different restrictions across the country, which to me is just absurd given what you do and how little you actually come into contact with members of the public. Yeah. Uh, yeah there are certain states I like to go through. Uh, uh, Florida has always been relatively free the dakotas have been relatively free i'll tell you an interesting just uh, an interesting aside if i've got the time yeah, yeah we're, um, you got a minute go ahead okay my wife and i stay uh in hotels so much we're we're uh we're diamond members so we uh uh when covid broke out for a lot of businesses i think champagne corks uh popped in the back because now they don't have to maintain the pool they don't have mm-hmm. to maintain the the workout room and they don't have to give you the uh the the uh, uh free continental breakfast and uh there are some places that were good they would uh, give you a you know a, a warm breakfast in a bag to take to your room but there are some places one place we went to uh, about a month ago in Pennsylvania. No, 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 we don't have breakfast. We'd, and I got to thinking they're going to play play up COVID for as sure. long as they can because they're saving money. Absolutely. And they didn't reduce my rate at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're going to see a lot of that. We're going we're gonna to be dealing with uh, so-called COVID emergencies 20 years from now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. the dining room is closed. Sorry, can't uh, can't help you there. You're going to have to get your food and eat it, in the, eat it in the truck. Eat that fish in the truck. <laughs> in the truck. That's right. Al Gross, hey, thanks so much, my friend, for joining us this evening here on KMOX. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, man. All right, take care, my friend. Hey, when we come back from this break, uh, we're going to open the phone lines up because uh, how have you experienced any difficulties with COVID restrictions, but also I had a call during the interview, someone asking about how the NFL settlement money with the Rams is going to be spent. The city and the county are going to get about $500 million after attorney's fees. How should they spend that money? What do you think they should spend that money on? 314-436-7900. Call or text at your service. That's what it means. We'll be right back. Oh, and I forgot to mention, happy National Pizza Day. You know, there's a there's a holiday for everything, and today is National Pizza Day. And uh, I don't know, maybe it was uh, uh, it was uh, pushed through Congress by Pizza Hut and Domino's. Not really sure, but it is National Pizza Day. So I don't know what your favorite pizza is. Uh, mine, and I hate to say this in St. Louis, but mine is the. Chicago-style deep 
crust deep dish pizza. To me, that's the best. Uh, Matt, what's your favorite pizza? I got to go with the thin crust. I love Emos. Emos? Any of the the super thin, my favorite. I know we talked about that a while back uh, because of a poll, but uh, yours is Emos thin crust pizza. Uh, Mine Chicago style. Those are the opposite ends of the pizza spectrum. Uh, But, uh, hey, I've never met a pizza I didn't really (laughs) like. As my waistline will attest. Hey, uh, Ken's calling in this evening. Hey, Ken, welcome to Camo X. Yeah, uh, Brad, thanks for taking my call. Oh, sure. Uh, what, what, nights, uh, what nights are you on now? Uh, I am on Wednesday nights unless there okay. is a Billikens game. If there's a Billikens game, then I am generally will be on the following night on Thursday evening. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll remember that. Uh, my topic has really got nothing to do with what you're talking about That's okay. tonight. But uh, two to three weeks ago, you made the comment that uh, 57% of Democrats wanted to censure social media. Yes. And uh, I fact-checked you, and okay. you were you were exactly right. Oh, thank you. I'm exactly sorry, I didn't right. hear you. Can you say that again, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> You're a funny guy. You are a funny guy. <laughs> I heard you. Uh, Go right ahead. Yeah, yeah, I know you did. Uh, anyway, did you give the reason, or, or did you even voice in on the reason? Well, well, I remember, I remember that distinctly. Uh, and yeah. I, I, what I talked about was primarily when it comes to the desire to uh, to not spread misinformation, disinformation, or propaganda. And so that's yeah. why the the left, and did I state that accurately from your perspective? I, I, I did not hear that, but if you said you said it, then, then, then you did, and I, and I appreciate that. Now, uh, coincidentally, the Joe Rogan story broke a couple of days later. Yes. And, uh, you know, this guy, the misinformation, uh, this guy could cost people their lives. And, uh, and they interviewed him, and, and to his credit, uh, he said— uh, well, you know, I kind of, you know, I went, maybe I went a little overboard here. And in the future, what I'm going to do is I'm not only going to have guests that side with me, I'm going to have guests with differing points of view. Mm-hmm. And I thought of you that you're always saying you want to hear from people like me that don't think exactly like you, but on your guest of, uh, it's very seldom that you'll have somebody that this and this Joe Gross is a good example. I, I listened to you too. <laughs> what a mess! What a mess! <laughs> <laughs> you mean Al Gross? Oh yeah, I've... Uh, yeah, yeah, Al Gross. Yeah, what yeah. a what a mess! Uh, you, you guys butchered that thing. But anyway, that oh come know, on, that's... we were having fun. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. Uh, but anyway, I, I guess the what what I'm trying to say is. Uh, have some guests, and then they're out there that that don't agree with you. Oh, I will do that. Most uh, of the time, they will. don't want to. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Listen, I love. In fact, I've had this conversation with you before, Ken. I love when people call me up and disagree with me. I like that far better than than calls that agree with me because because it allows for a dialogue. It's not just an echo chamber. Well, what I'm saying is have guests, not callers, have right. guests. Sure. That's what Joe Rogan said. He says, I'm going to tilt it both ways. I'm gonna, and I'd, I'd like to see you make a better effort on getting guests 
not callers, because, you know, we're all stupid anyway. That's not true. Yes, people that I, well, you know, I'm just, I'm messing with you. Uh, Just try and get some that disagree with you. I will. And and get some, instead of this thing like you just had with, with, uh, what's his name, Al Gross? Al Gross, yeah. Instead of, you know, instead of something like that. You know, I I mean, it, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I will do that. But but Ken, I want to you 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 mentioned something that I want to come back to. Yeah. You mentioned that poll, and you had a very good memory of me discussing that two or three weeks ago. So how do you come down on that issue? I mean, are you in favor of censorship on social media platforms, and even when it comes to uh, uh, podcasts and so forth? Is that something that you're in favor of? Yes, I am. Uh, I am in favor of it. And, you know, I, I don't want to use the, uh, you know, you can't scream far in, in a crowded theater. I, I, I don't want to go that far with it. And maybe even Joe Rogan is going too far with it. But, I mean, the guy needs to be censored. He, he does. Okay. And, and the, you know, part who, of the problem. But who gets ahead. to decide, Ken? Who gets to decide What's true and accurate? I mean, for example, we were told by Anthony Fauci at the very beginning of the pandemic that we just had to to uh, f- 15 days to slow the curve, to, to reduce the curve. 15 days is all it's going to take. Well, that was almost two years ago. So if you criticized him uh, when he said it, you would have been taken off of social media for something that was absolutely true, that there was no way this was going to be taken care of in 15 days. He, he made a lot of mistakes. But, he did. Uh, and, and let's talk I, about know, the lab I mean, leak I mean, theory. Said, well, and, and the lab leak theory. You know, initially, if you said that the, in fact, I know this is a fact. You can fact check me on this, Ken. That social media platforms like YouTube uh, and Twitter and Facebook removed people from their platforms for suggesting that COVID came from a lab in Wuhan, China, and now. That's the prevailing theory that it did come from the lab as an escape, as an accident. So if you would have said something that we can agree on is most likely true, you were still removed because the censors didn't agree that it was true. And so that raises the question, whom gets to decide what is and is not true? Yeah, and, and I, I don't I don't know the answer to that. I know Facebook has been doing it, and you know Twitter has been doing it, and they're probably the exact uh, opposite of people that 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 should be. But you know they do a pretty good job on these movies that come out as to whether it's R rated or, and, you know, get some sort of a committee together. And and if somebody's putting out mis- misinformation that's going to hurt people, do something. This is America. We can do that. We can we can come up with somebody that can do it. Well, but that therein lies the problem, Ken, because what what you might label as misinformation might actually be accurate later on. But those who determine the the truth are not omniscient. And so that yeah, therein lies. Not, you did, well, but that doesn't mean you just give up on it. Do no, but it means that we should have the marketplace of ideas. I mean, right now you know, on any campus in America. If a conservative goes to speak on a college campus, there's rioting, there's looting, and there's protest because they can't stand to hear something that would uh, disagree with their sensitivities. And so this pervasiveness of saying, I don't want to hear anything that triggers me, uh, to me, squelches free speech. Well, I mean, everybody's for free speech. We love the First Amendment. Oh, that's not true. 
That's not true at all. There was a college president just this week at George Washington University who, who said who wanted to prosecute people who were protesting uh, the Olympics because of the genocide that's being committed by the Chinese government. They were protesting, and the president of George Washington University called for them to be prosecuted for free speech. That, to me, is outrageous. Don't you find well, that to I, be outrageous? I, I, I do find it to be outrageous. I mean, I may disagree I also, with them, but I, yeah. uh, I, but I, I don't want them prosecuted. But you're wanting Joe Rogan to be taken off the air because he says things that that you may not think is true or accurate. I, I, well, I do think he should be removed from wow. uh, from the air. Okay, but uh, anyway, I've I've taken up enough of your time. I, I, the gist of what I'm trying to say is have guests, not I callers, will. but guests that tell both sides of the story. And you're on Wednesday night unless there's a ball game, and then you would be on Thursday night. That's exactly right. And, and I'll be filling okay. in for Mark Reardon over on 97.1 on Friday. But, Ken, I'm going to make you a promise. I'm going to yeah. make a concerted effort to book guests who disagree with me. And now I'm going to disagree with them during the interview. I'm not going to. Oh, absolutely. Because that's, I mean, that's what I do. Have them if you're, if you're going to agree with them, that, that's not the point. So <laughs> well, anyway, I, I appreciate you saying that very much. And I'll be, I'll be listening and uh, uh, to your show. Very good, Ken. I appreciate the call. I've given you lots of airtime and you and I disagree on lots of things. Uh, that is true. All right. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, maybe, maybe not. I bet a cup of coffee and an hour and a half, I bet we could find some common ground. I I, I, I bet we could, too. All right. Anyway, good Thank you, Ken. Great to talk to you, sir. Appreciate the call. Hey, when we come back, uh, what do you think about that? Do you think that we should be censoring people based upon the content of their speech? You heard Ken. He mentioned Joe Rogan should go. Uh, I'm going to give you some more facts about that when we come back from the break. But what do you think? 314-436-7900 at your service. KMOX. Well, if you know your Ted Nugent music, you'll know this is uh, Stranglehold. And it seems like liberalism has a stranglehold on the social media platforms in this country. It's not just a a casual observation. It's a foregone conclusion. And that's part of the reason why uh, Joe Rogan is is being uh, really he's being made into the new Donald Trump, where he's the uh, punching bag of liberalism in America today. And Matt Pajeski, board uh, operator here, mentioned during the break, I wonder how many people who don't like Joe Rogan have never listened to Joe Rogan. And Matt, you are wise beyond your years, because that's exactly the case. Hey, Sarah's calling in. Sarah, what's on your mind this evening? Hi, I just want to enjoy your say I enjoy your show. I really enjoyed the dialect between you and Ken. Thank you. But an observation that I had was that I found it very ironic that he was asking you to provide a guest with an opposing viewpoint, which was the same thing that he's opposing for anyone to do on social media. So if you, <laughs> did he really Sarah, realize that what is he was a saying? Great point. That's right because well, my goodness, uh, social media can't shouldn't have anyone with an opposing view. If they have an opposing view, they should be taken off of social media. And by the way, Brad, have someone on your show that has an opposing view. Yes, and he didn't say you know have two of them on hand like 
can you have somebody on as a guest with your same viewpoint? Well, you did earlier tonight, but I just thought that was an odd perspective for him to come and ask you to do something that he admitted that he's part of that 57% that <laughs> is in favor of censorship. Yeah, that's right. And censorship. Exactly. That is an so, excellent point, Sarah. Well, uh, how have you? And I have a, yes. I do have another point that I did not mention. That's okay. But I have, would like to express because everybody calls it the practice of medicine. Do you practice medicine? They call it the practice of science. That's why it's a practice because it's always being reformed to be improved. Mm. Just like we've seen over the last two years, to your point of what Fauci said about um, the lab, but also the mask recommendations and everything. Look where we've come in Mm. two years when it was just supposed to be a two-week shutdown. Yeah, and not just and not and not just over the past two years, Sarah, but just a few months ago. Remember, President Biden said this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, and now we're told, well, if you're vaccinated, you can still spread COVID, you can still get COVID. That's just within a few months that that change has happened. Also, we were told if you get fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. You're free from wearing a mask. And now you have to wear a mask, even if you're double vaxxed and boosted and you got to wear pantyhose over your head if you go anywhere. So and that's just changed in the last few months. I personally spoke with someone on Monday who said he had been vaccinated twice. He's has the booster. He's had covid twice. And the second time he didn't even know he had no symptoms. The only reason he got tested was because. He was going to travel internationally with his daughter, and he needed a COVID test, came back positive, so he couldn't go. Yeah, but that's completely different than what we were told just a few months ago. Exactly, exactly. And, yeah, we could go on. Yeah, but that makes the point. No, that's okay. We're coming up here on a break in a minute. We've got a minute left here, Sarah. But that's the point I'm trying to make is if, if we judge social media Either you get to be on social media, yes or no, based upon what you say is the truth. The truth is so often in the eyes of the beholder that what we think is true today may not be true tomorrow, a week from today, or a month from today. And so that's the problem with with sanctioning people from social media, because we may be doing so based on something that's false. We just happen to think it's true at the time. Right. And sometimes there's parts truth and parts that are, yeah, maybe that's questionable. So why censor the whole thing? That's like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Exactly. And one of the things I learned in law school, Sarah, was that what's called the marketplace of ideas. That's why when you go to court and you have an attorney, the other side has an attorney, and they're both battling for the the, uh, uh, trying to find that truth for the jury to decide. But that's the the, the literally the battle space for ideas. And to me, that's what media is. It's the battle space for ideas. And if the government says you can't participate or or our culture says you can't participate, then that goes against completely this idea of working out the truth. Hey, we're coming up here on a break, Sarah. I'm going to have to let you go. Thanks so much for calling in. Appreciate your perspective. You. Hope to talk Bye. to you again soon. Hey, after this break, we're going to have some other things. I'm not going to make it uh, nothing but free speech issues, but there's a lot of free speech issues going on all across our country and even in Canada. We'll be breaking those down for you as the show unfolds. 314 
888-436-7900. Call or text KMOX. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.